Shannon and I were talking earlier. Uh, I think you, you you might be tired of talking about it. I don't know if you are, but the Will Smith slap, right? Oh, yeah. 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 Um, I guess our question was kind of, you know, hearing someone make jokes about epilepsy. And I'm not saying that's what Chris Rock was doing at all. It's just kind of this idea of comedy yeah. and, um, mm. you know, a disability disorder or disease, if you will. When you hear someone make jokes about epilepsy, you know, and you're yourself a comedian who makes jokes about epilepsy, you know, the only difference yeah. being you have epilepsy. How, how does that make you feel? Um, it's strange. Sometimes you do see um, people making just a really sort of ignorant um, sort of comment on it. And, they, you know, people just think that I think what the root one people think is that it's flashing lights and then tonic clonic. That's like what people think epilepsy is, I think, if, if they're an outsider. It's usually it's just quite ignorant and you just think it's a very sort of insensitive thing to do. And not just because I have it, I just think in general, for example, um, when I talk about epilepsy on stage, I only talk about my own so that I wouldn't upset anybody uh, in the audience if they had it, because everybody's is different. I'm just talking about my own story. So it's almost, I tell the story of when I had my first seizure and how I dealt with it and going to the hospital and trying to like sort of navigate through that first sort of few days of, of having it and about a friend I met. It's all very personal. So I think even if somebody didn't really want to sort of be reminded of it, it's so um, such a unique and sort of subjective take on it that I don't think people could be offended. So like some, um, well, not somehow, but hopefully because of that, I've never had anybody say anything negative. It's only ever been positive. But when I do see people making a comment on it, I always find it strange. Sometimes people will do, even going away from epilepsy, sometimes comedians will sort of, if they've misunderstood something, I'm not sure if they do this in America, a lot of comedians do it here when they're doing crowd work. If they've misunderstood something somebody said, They'll, they'll, the stock line people say, have I just had a stroke? And they say that and it gets a bit oh. of a laugh. And I'm always thinking, that's such a strange thing to say. Because it's such a like, so many people oh, really? must know somebody who's got that. And I just think it's such yeah. a weird line. But I'm even the same. You know when people describe something as not being good as being like a car crash? And I always, and it's not much better, but distance, I always say train wreck. Because I think everybody will probably know somebody who's been in a car crash. They're a lot more common somebody might be reminded of something they don't want to be reminded of. But a train wreck is such a sort of unique rare thing that I think that's sort of an easier line to use, which is a bit nicer for people to hear. Um, I hope that sort of answers your question. But what I mean is, I think as long as people stick to personal things, then they wouldn't offend people half as much as they do. It's often just ignorance, I find. Yeah, no, that totally makes sense. It's your story to tell. I mean, if you... yeah. If you will, I think that train wrecks a great example. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know anybody that's been in a train wreck, but it kind of reminds me of like uh, Bill Burr. It's one of my favorite comedians too. Here, mm. I yeah, he. I, or, I Bill think Burr, Dave yeah. Chappelle. I forget. I think this might is this a, a, a something a line comedians use. Um, it's always funny until it happens to you. Right. Yeah. 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 Um, I've not heard people say that here, but I know that as a very sort of American line. It's a, like a, mm -hmm. it's a um, I don't know how to sort of compare it to another similar line. 
But I guess it's the it's the sort of a re rewording of oh, yeah. fun and games till someone gets hurt, right? But it's what a well, funny, it's... more personal take on it. Well, yeah, and you're making everybody feel comfortable with it. And so that by doing that, then you can be funny. You can be fun, right? I think I heard I, I like you say so. one time, like, well, if you don't if you don't laugh, I'm going to fall down or something. You know, that was kind of one of your... I'm gonna... Oh, yeah, yeah. I say that uh, it's the... Always try to make sure if I'm sort of... And I, I, it sounds boring if you're talking about comedy, but sort of inform people about it. Always make sure there is a laugh line come in. So, yeah. uh, for example, for the, for the listener, I'd say um, that mine isn't brought on by flashing lights. Mine is brought on by tiredness and fatigue and audiences not laughing at my jokes. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a way to sort of just, just to keep it light. But it's sort of, I do tread along the lines of this is what it actually is. So there's always something. At least they are learning, I think. I love um, that. Yeah, um, well, that. thank you. I mean, it makes it sound like my show is just one big lecture, but uh, you know. <laughs> no, no, no. It's I, I love that though because you're right. They're learning, and that's that's what's important. So, so tell us. Let's back up a little bit. I think um, you're. I, I'm a big. Let's. What kind of epilepsy do you have? You had your mm. first seizures in university, is what I think yeah. I heard. <laughs> um, which I love. I wish we said that here. Um, so tell us about that and give us kind of the breakdown. And we lo- I love to hear medicine. What medicine do you take? If you're still taking medicine and right. triggers, yeah, so the, side effects, all that good stuff. Yeah, lovely. Well, that's the, good, that's the interesting thing about it because – so I never spoke about it before when I first started comedy. I didn't even really – considered talking about it until a couple of years in I mentioned it to somebody and they said oh I had no idea that's interesting so because mine um was at university and then I was uh on medication and then took the medication and then we lowered the amount and then I like weaned myself off it so now I'm off medication I'm able to drive it just felt like I didn't have a right to talk about it so because I'm writing this show, it's about, um, so actually, funnily enough, the show starts in um, America, in New York, where I um, was over there to watch, uh, was on holiday in New York, and I went to a baseball game. And I met a guy there who, during the pandemic, uh, found me on Twitter. So we started connecting and chatting. And then it made me realize that there was a girl that I had met when I had a seizure from Germany who was in London. And I tried to reach her as well. And so it's a sort of me and this guy becoming friends and then me trying to find her. And this is the reason I tried to find her because of how important she was to me. So because I started talking about that, everybody was like, suddenly people like yourselves and the Epilepsy Society, they were like, and parents uh, of children and audiences of, or even people with epilepsy kept coming up to me and being like, I love that you're talking about this. And I was like, oh, wow, I sort of felt like I didn't have a right to, but I guess it's my... So to go to the back to the car crash slash train wreck analogy, I guess if somebody had been in a train wreck once, not to describe my life as a train wreck, but if they had been in a train wreck, they've always been in a train wreck. So they've always experienced that. That's something they've always been through. It sort of makes and sort of shapes them uh, as a person. Um, so I've sort of gone back into it and it's amazing to think that oh, I did go through this thing. It is something worthy to talk about. And I didn't realize how few people 
knew about it and how little those few people even knew about it. So it's quite nice to find that maybe uh, I've sort of accidentally sort of become a slight voice for it. Um, Which is, I mean, in one of, and we'll get there even later too, but one of right. my favorite questions to ask is, what would you tell somebody who is currently going through that train wreck? You know, I mean, you've been there, yeah. right? So that's another question for, for later. We'll ask it. We'll go back. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Little. I'll answer the question. I, what I'll often do is when someone asks me a question, I start answering just something else. So I will go back and answer your question about the procedure. <laughs> okay. Don't worry. So um, we can take it right from the start, which is that uh, growing up, my eldest sister, she has epilepsy. So I was always around it but i think when you grow up with something um something just sort of becomes slightly normal to you anyway i think it was like my sister has epilepsy sometimes she has a seizure my parents very quickly moved me and my younger sister well sort of middle sister out the room and then they sort of deal with it and it happens and then claire sometimes can't remember where she is and she's it was just sort of something that happened and then um so, so I guess I was quite, I don't know if you'd say lucky because I'm talking about my sister having epilepsy, but I was, it, I, it was slightly normalized. So I was at university and I was out one day, uh, just clothes shopping, just trying to buy some new jeans. And then next thing I wake up and there's a room full of people looking at me and I've got no idea what sort of happens. But that's when I met this girl, Hannah, who I was talking about, who was a German girl who happened to be in the shop. And she also had, uh, or has epilepsy. So she came with me to the hospital. So I had like this immediate sort of uh, group around me of like support. Um, so we went to hospital. I was told I had epilepsy and I wasn't, I don't know if it's because of my age, cause I was at university and you sort of have your first sort of bit of freedom and you're sort of feel a bit untouchable or cause my sister had it, but it just, I sort of took it on quite surprisingly well for me. I think if it happened now, I probably wouldn't. I'm sort of a bit more switched on. I think when you're younger, maybe you're not as smart. So I was, <laughs> what was stupid was that I, um, I didn't tell my parents. I just knew that they would worry. I thought they might make me come home and I was really having a good time. So I sort of just didn't tell them for a while. And then when it got to a point where it was like, oh, I can't go on nights out as much. I'm having to sleep. Because as I say, mine's from tiredness and fatigue, so it wasn't stress, which is so funny because I was like, they literally said, yeah, late nights, tiredness and alcohol. And I was like, but I'm at university. Like, why isn't everybody having it then? Like, surely that's like the cocktail of epilepsy. I was like, that, why me? And um, so, so that uh, confused me a bit. But, um, but I just, my, I don't know if I just didn't want to be a hassle or just the way my parents are. But I, um, I just, I just, in the end, I told my, uh, my mom, I think via a text message. <laughs> I just said that I've had a few seizures, but I'm okay. And uh, I don't think she really questioned it. I guess she maybe thought I was more sensible than I was, but she, I guess it was less scary for them because my sister had it. Um, oh, yeah. And then 
that was yeah that was it and that was when i was on so sorry to answer your question because i forget um no, so i have you're good so it's do you do you is it called the same i guess it's called the same thing epilepsy. Is, is that is that all the same word in oh say it again what'd you say uh, juvenile oh yeah that's that that's what, what we both yeah, have right. nathan and i Oh, okay, great. Oh, no, it's not great, obviously, but <laughs> good. Very yeah. juvenile. We are. We are. We are. Great news. We all are. Yeah. Very juvenile. Nothing to I do think, with seizures. I think it's, I think it's the same uh, around the world. They just might use. Uh... Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. We we both have that, and uh, we both take Depakote. But you're you're not taking medicine anymore. No. When I was, I was on Epilim. Do you have I don't this? Know what that is. Um, which I I had uh, I lived in um, Canada. I went to live in Canada for a year after university. So I got the because uh, I'd be away for a long time. They gave me like a whole six months worth of prescription to take. So when I was I was flying out via Chicago because they're in big boxes. For some stupid reason, I took them out of the boxes and then in like. You know, you get like the mesh line at the top of the suitcase, sort of. <laughs> I like lined them all up in this thing. And then when I got to Chicago, my my uh, my suitcase wasn't there. I was like, that's strange. And then it was just not there. And then I went to ask somebody, they said, oh, I think you have to go through this room. And I opened this door and it was so big, this room. And there was just a table in the middle. And there was this American Airlines security guy there. And he said, is there anything in this bag I'm not going to want to see? And I was like, no, it's, no, no, not at all. And he was like, are you sure? He goes, because I'm going to open it. I was like, there's nothing, it's fine. And he opened it. There was like a whole line of pills just gone going. And I went, oh, well, there is that. <laughs> <laughs> and I just completely passed me by of how mad that must look. <laughs> it was six months worth and that's two a day. There's a, there's a lot. <laughs> There's a lot. <laughs> they had yeah. this like Dallas Buyers Club situation right there. Yeah. <laughs> Did, uh, well, oh, I'm yeah, glad you didn't get pinned, so they let you go. Obviously, hope hopefully you didn't get. Yeah, I had my my paperwork from the from the doctor <laughs> to suggest what it was, and and then he did say he was like. I shouldn't say this, is it? but when you walked in the room, I thought, oh, this is fine. Oh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this doesn't look like. <laughs> well, there you go. Now. That's I appreciate that. Oh, that's good. That's good. Yeah. So, I don't think you thought that I was yeah, smuggling anything yeah. dodgy. And when you saw me oh, walking so in, funny. looking so innocent and confused. <laughs> I, probably, I, don't, uh, I don't know if I'd get the same treatment. I hope I would, but geez. <laughs> I don't think I don't think you would, Nathan. Yeah, it's just like it's no, the whole situation. That, it depends what you're saying. If you're trying to tell somebody at Heathrow in London that you're on your way to Leicester, they'd probably think this guy's <laughs> on something. Yes. <laughs> What's not in the suitcase is in his body. Jake, how do you say body. it again? Lester. Lester. <laughs> That's funny. Um, you're you're talking. You mentioned your sister and going back to your mm. your life as a professional comedian and she has epilepsy too do you ever run jokes her name's claire correct yeah that's yeah that's right yeah claire. do you ever run jokes by her no because because i don't i don't talk about hers mm -hmm. on stage at all um oh not about her epilepsy I, but like you know even your jokes about yourself or oh I'm just, just curious um, if she's like a sounding board or 
or maybe not because this no. is your train wreck after all so i guess yeah i think because um because i wouldn't run like a regular joke past her uh, oh and because um she's not very funny so i just wouldn't really <laughs> gauge her reaction has <laughs> anything to go by all right so, question yeah, so, is asked and answered <laughs> <laughs> so um no i just no so i wouldn't i wouldn't run anything by her uh, <laughs> off stage or on i'll make my own decision that's, that's, uh, that's so good <laughs> um what about yeah. other people i'm sorry go ahead Shana. oh yeah go for it no no nathan you're i think you're oh i just my mind was kind of rolling down this you know you're on stage you're telling jokes or even people are i'm assuming you're going to learn more about you and i hope a lot of people learn more about you through hazy not crazy but also oh, yeah. do, you, do people ever try to give you in give you jokes about epilepsy in in i understand it's your story but do yeah. does anybody ever kind of come up to you and share yeah. an epilepsy joke because it's theirs um just yeah what what recently somebody i can't think where i was gigging but it's the hack line of like what do you do is it, is it something Thing along the lines of, and I don't want to give it airtime, but it's like if someone's having a seizure in a bath, throw in your washing or something, and oh. it's that thing. And and I'm like, I can't, I don't, I do, if you've just seen me on stage, I don't know how you think I would ever work that into my yeah. set. It just, <laughs> I'm just like, no, like this, I'm, I'm like, talk, I'm telling a story about, but I'm just not going to suddenly stop and go, oh, and here's a joke you can tell down the pub. Um, so yeah, or like, They'll do some, they'll think they've done some sort of wordplay and they'll be like, oh, you could say like seizure salad. And I'm like, when would I say that? When, when would that make any yeah. sense? Unless, unless it was me, I don't know, diving into a, a bath full of lettuce leaves. I don't know what you think, how, what the setup would be for that joke. That's so, funny yeah. you say that. I've actually had someone use that joke on me in high school about having a seizure salad. Yeah, I mean, it, did, it wasn't a very well-formed joke, but I, I've heard that too. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I'd like to think that I'm, uh, I'm sort of writing my own ones. Uh, See, yeah, than, and, and seizure you, salad's I mean, a very popular um, name for our walk teams. Like when you go to the right. epilepsy walks. See, that's lovely, and that's done in a positive way. Right. But when they just sort of hand you this, and you go, "I don't know what you want me to do with it," but yeah. um, <laughs> that's so funny. Yeah, and, and also, whenever. But the audience give me jokes, and fine. I know everybody's funny. I think everybody's funny. Like people always say to me, like if they ask, like, "Was I funny at school?" And I'm like, "Well, yeah, but everybody is that sort of how you make friends, isn't it? You joke, and people who have your same sense of humor is how you become friends. So that's sort of everybody. But obviously, the aim uh, in comedy to be a comedian for people to pay to come and see you is that you can write jokes that the audience can't write. That's yeah. that's the reason they <laughs> paid for it. <laughs> Otherwise. Yeah. Why are you here? <laughs> if these are just a load of jokes from the audiences, then uh, I don't, I'd feel a bit bad charging people back to come and watch me retell them. Very true. <laughs> Do you... Um, or, wait, where was I going with that? Um, no, that's not what I was going to say. Um, Do you ever have people say... you like? Have you ever had people tell you you shouldn't? tell those jokes about epilepsy have you had the reverse no um i'm not sure if that's just um by luck um in that i haven't had that person in my audience um but i've had so much positivity from okay. people and that's this is i i did a 
a few nights in Edinburgh last year, they had like a con- condensed fringe festival. So I went and did three nights and there was a lady in the, um, in the, uh, in the show afterwards, she said to me that she has epilepsy and she said, cause I spoke about the fact that I can, I can drive. So a line I say, and I said it, and I think in an interview with epilepsy society, the joke is that I, I don't I never sound epileptic as I have epilepsy. Something I have is not something I am. And when people say, what's the difference? I say, well, I have a Ford Focus. I'm not a Ford Focus. Like it's, you know, just because I, I have it doesn't mean I am it. I am and- stealing that one. <laughs> she she came up to me afterwards and she said uh do you know that you're not allowed to drive if you have epilepsy and i said yeah i'm like it's not like i've just risked it and not told the insurance company i was like no no it's because i'm fine and it's controlled <laughs> okay like bless her because she was only being nice but i think she was just checking that i wasn't just breaking the law every day uh-huh. um, yeah. so but but and it was so nice because she she had uh, epilepsy and she said that she loved to and we talk about it and one of the first times I did it after the pandemic which is when I decided to because it was when the story sort of starts um is it the story of getting back in touch with people uh online um people would come up to me and message me after and say that a child's just been diagnosed and it was so nice to hear it taken lightly and then um I was filming something just last uh week and somebody there um said that they had seen me at a gig uh, with their daughter who's uh, who's got epilepsy and she how much she loved it that I cool. was sort of talking about it. So I, I talk about it towards the end and uh, of my like regular club set now. I'm sort of, you want to make sure when you go to Edinburgh that your jokes are sort of also can work in clubs and you know you're sort of onto something. Um, so I told it there and he said that she loved it and it made like, it made her night that I'd done that. And I was like, wow, that's like, that's, a, that's enough for me, I think. Um, yeah. That, that you know, even if somebody complains, I'm like, well, as long as it's balanced, at least. If if, if for sure. every one person that complained, there was one person who sort of really appreciates sure. you. Well, and that's I'm, life. I'm more than breaking even, so I'm okay. I think. Perfect. Um, that's life. I I don't well, know how uh, how I would handle it if somebody did, but I like to think that it's so personal and such a just my story. Um, that that maybe it means that they can't. I'm not sort of ever joking about people with epilepsy. Just like in my whole set, I'm never joking about certain people or ever a specific person. Um, So hopefully I managed to avoid it because I'm terrible with confrontation. (laughs) So (laughs) mainly for that. Well, let's talk about that. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. I think it's amazing. And I think this is what, this, I think we need more humor in the world, but in this, oh. in the epilepsy world in general, they're just, we need it. We need to laugh. Mm. We need to take yeah. ourselves a little less yeah, serious. Yeah, absolutely. And, and you see, you, can, you obviously just speaking with you now totally come from such a sincere place. And I love that you recognize you're telling your story. Um, mm. and some of the film work I've done in the past about my experience too, I, I've totally zoned in on the fact you realize there's so many different types. Of epilepsy. Oh yeah, that's it. Yeah. And there's no way you can speak for others. So I, I think you're doing absolutely everything right. And it's so cool to see you thrive and bring this part of your life onto the stage, man. So oh, that's so nice. Oh, yeah, you got you forever fans over here. Um, 
And I guess I kind of wanted to do a little segue. We'll get some follow-up questions. But, Jake, we got some, something very special planned for you today on the fourth installment okay. of Hazy Not Crazy. I think we emailed this about, but we're going to play a little game. It's called Hazy or Lazy, okay? Right. Yeah. Uh, okay. okay. Shannon and I are going to hear some examples of things we do when we're recovering from seizures and some things we yes. do when we're lazy. And you have to guess... <laughs> If it's we're hazy from a seizure or we're just lazy, okay? We're just lazy. Okay, here we go. Okay, very good. Here, I'll go first. I forgot my girlfriend's birthday. Hazy or lazy? I mean, it's 100% lazy. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. He got that right. Okay, follow up. <laughs> hazy or lazy? I forgot my mom's birthday. <laughs> I see the pattern here. I think this is still lazy. Yeah, that was hazy. Come on, <laughs> come on. Okay, Shannon. Oh, this is... Uh, I wore the same underwear for three days. <laughs> hazy or lazy? Wow, I'm trying to think of the situation where epilepsy could be to blame for that. So I'm going to go lazy. Oh, I'm going to go lazy. You've never woken <laughs> up right. in an ER for three days? You know, it happens. That it happens. But I didn't wear the same underwear for three days when I was in the ER. Right. Did you at least turn them inside out one day? Yes, absolutely. That's I've been in college. Only I've been in university. <laughs> That's a... <laughs> That's we a all know tip. what it's like. We don't want to admit it, but we have all done it. Every single one last last. I'd like to think that two is my maximum. (laughs) Okay. Um, (laughs) Slept through my alarm and was two hours late to work. I think that could be hazy. I it is both actually. That was like a little (laughs) cheater. So. Oh okay yeah right. So so and so what happened? You were sleeping off. So that, that you know what I'm going to say, one's hazy and then one is I'm just being lazy. And then there's even the third option that Nathan and I were talking about where you call and you say, oh, I might have had a seizure. And so you're using your epilepsy as an excuse or, you know, for something, but it didn't really happen. So then there's that. So there's actually three options kind of embarrassing yeah. but i mean everybody does it right everybody does <laughs> it and to, to say that you don't is a liar you're you a liar i think your, yeah. calling it was it what it is all right all right two more from nathan i'm speaking third person now had a hard time lifting 15 pound weights which you don't have pounds over there first of all you're on the euro you, you have grams i just yeah right? i had uh I know a baby yes. is about seven to eight. So this is like two babies. Two babies, yeah. Yeah, so unless it was two babies and you couldn't be bothered to carry them because they were crying, I'm going to say that was hazy. My man, it is. It is hazy. <laughs> you know, you go through the train wreck, your body's not feeling good. All right, you're on a yeah. roll here. All right, Shannon's going to round us out. There's no way that's lazy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. I threw my shoe at the wall to turn off a light. <laughs> Oh, that's that is lazy. That's a hundred percent lazy. A hundred percent. Yeah. Oh, that was fun. Did it work? What? Did it huh? work? Did you turn the light off? 
Oh, uh, no, it never works. I've done it more than once and it never works. I need to get with <laughs> one of those two clappers. Every time. Clap on, clap on. The clapper. Okay, we have, a, we, we have a follow-up sketch here, too. It's actually funny. We were talking about seizure salads earlier. So just imagine, yeah. imagine a bowl, if you will. And what are three to five ingredients that if you combine those in this bowl of a seizure salad would, would, you, would give you, Jake, a seizure, like trigger? Um, well, I mean, of course, I'm tempted to say tiredness, fatigue, and the audience is not laughing at my jokes. But not to reuse material um it would be stress um fatigue and carelessness oh interesting carelessness you that's know, a big one whoa let's talk about take... the carelessness from other people that you... oh no me always me oh carelessness <laughs> from you is a trigger yeah, just, just in general, I think, if I knew that I shouldn't be going on a night out and oh. I go on a night out or I, I forget or forgot to take the medication and then you go, well, now if I go back and take it, I will definitely be late for the lecture. And as much as I'd like to use it as an excuse, my lecturer will probably think I was lazy, not hazy. So I'm just going to go ahead and I'll get to the lecture. And then <clears throat> I remember... Uh, having a seizure in a lecture and I was like well that definitely should have just gone home and, and taken the thing and definitely shouldn't have gone out last night there was mm. a whole cocktail there interesting of fatigue tiredness and carelessness in that particular right. but usually stress and fatigue yeah. I find um yeah I, one thing I've learned over the years is for me it it's never one thing it's, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, for me, it's always, like you said, and for me, stress is a big one. Um, mm. Carelessness, I can see that. Yeah, it's always two to three things. You know, stress, yeah. lack of sleep. Maybe I was yeah. at the pub talking about the British monarchy with Shannon a little too late and sharing our, <laughs> you know, with all this Harry and Meghan Markle stuff. It's too stressful. It's too yeah. stressful. We will be you, you know, a, a bottle of kettle another bottle of kettle you know and my the warriors not winning the national champ i mean it's too yeah. much it's too much that's right there it's gonna push me yeah. over the edge I just, the oprah interview done. was on and you just needed to discuss it until the yeah. early hours there we go I don't so know. let's get into little tmz stuff you got a uh i think i referenced you know maybe we talked a little bit about girlfriends i think you said you have a fiance or girlfriend hannah oh, no. i just heard the word i heard hannah it I don't. Oh no! So Hannah was a uh, a girl that um, yeah that I met at university, who I then lost touch with, and then um, tried to find her during the pandemic. But she never had Facebook. She was a very uh, sort of a the archetype of what you'd see in like an uh, indie film, you know. <laughs> it wasn't on social media. Didn't have a TV. She's Say that, less. that sort of thing. So very it's quite, elusive uh, character. Yeah, so it's a bit harder to track her down, um, and that's why we were Facebook friends afterwards because she was on a um, like an exchange. She was over at my university doing like a semester there, um, and then we just sort of lost touch. And again, it's, I think it's being young and stupid and not quite realizing how important people are at the time. Um, and then uh, no, I, I had I had a fiance, and then when people say had. 
that can mean you then went on to get married or it can mean that you broke up but mine's the latter we are <laughs> so so whatever article you read there is, is a bit out of date <laughs> oh okay no that's good thanks for bringing it up yeah no i just i bring a lot because when, when i worked in adv- an advocacy nathan, nathan had a, a wife i mean it's okay he's yeah yeah right. i did too yeah. right actually from france um yeah. oh which i know they have a checkered history with england but that's okay oh yeah no okay. i like france i was there recently i went to paris oh she she was french um, yeah yeah from paris yeah i mean beautiful i've been over there several times um wow. unfortunately but it's not the uk i mean let's just face it <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> shannon i'm happy to go with that Shannon, we're due for a trip. We gotta go. We gotta go support Jake at uh, the French festival. I think. I, uh, I want to go. Get... No, it's I in the. It's in that. Edinburgh, huh? right? The one in August. Or no, no, I think it's in Leicester. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's in Leicester. <laughs> I was in Leicester in February, yeah. but this time I'm I. I want to go. Edinburgh is that what you call it? Yeah. He called it Edinburgh. I didn't even. I didn't even fix it because it like, was where? too good. I just had to leave it. Wait I a minute! I messed up two names. I'm, yes, are you kidding? You did. Oh yeah, it's just the it was, was so beautiful. Bad. It was perfect. It one. was too perfect. I'm just going to chalk this up August, to Kentucky. You will be in Edinburgh in August, right? Is that what? Yeah, yeah, I'll be there for the whole month. So <clears> I think I'll get the dates in my diary. Although you probably got it written down because you'll be more switched on than I am. Um, I'm there from the third until the twenty eighth. So, Edinburgh French that. Festival 2022 at Pleasance Baby Grand. That's the one, yeah. Um, every night. So that wow. cocktail of what brings on seizures is probably uh, not ideal. Um, yeah, are you going to prepare Edinburgh. for that? No, that's a good time. <laughs> yeah. You're every night the third through the twenty eighth. Night. <laughs> yeah, every night, and then Edinburgh, Edinburgh. Sorry, is. Um, is usually because comedians are so sort of uh sort of passing ships in the night even though we you know we're at clubs with three other comedians but then you know maybe the the headliner will arrive after the openers left and you might be sometimes you do a whole weekends together but often you're sort of traveling around um so august is this one month where we're all together um so it's usually a bit of a do you have freshers over there which like when you first start university so when you first go to college, freshmen, you... we call them freshmen, not freshers. Oh, freshers. but but it's a freshers week we have, which is mad in that it's basically orientation, the university saying maybe? come orientation, a week early. I think, There's yeah. no, it's sort of the opposite of orientation because all you do oh. is go around the town really drunk and lose <laughs> and forget where you are. So it's oh, sort of the opposite. Well, that sounds of orientation. like fun. But it's crazy because it will be uh, something they're openly say freshers week, come for freshers week, and then you go for freshers week, and then like it's <clears> just like every bar is like a pound a drink and then it's basically just come have a week where you get really drunk and you make your friends who will you you'll be around for the next three years um that's fresh so it's basically just carnage um <laughs> but then edinburgh we sort of get that every year now so we, we it's all of us going to see each other so the shows some there are shows on early but usually the shows start at maybe sort of the stand-up shows because there's also like plays and other stuff on so about six to seven o'clock, the sh- comedy solo shows. But some people will be on midday and two and three. They'll be like stand-up shows. But it all starts about midday. So there's nothing in the morning. And then we all go out and do our show. And you either go home and have dinner or whatever, or you go straight to a bar. And then you've got performers bars where only people who are performing go. 
and then we're out until five in the morning and then you go home and you sleep until two or three you get up you do your show and it's just that so oh wow that i have to be very careful because it's so similar to that that i'm always thinking is it gonna come back i've got to be careful um I've been up. I've been going up for a few years, and and it never has happened. But there's certainly been times when I would get like, I guess if you have juvenile, you get do you get the jerks that oh, like yeah, the my chronic when it's I, yes, I do. I I don't I don't know if Nathan does, but I do. And it's it was always such a thing where I would know in the morning, like I can feel it, and it's so good to describe to people that it's the same thing everybody has when they go to bed at night, right? When your leg suddenly kicks out. And it's that yeah. it's it's like your body just decided to do something, and there's been one or two times where that's starting to happen in Edinburgh, and I'm like, I'm gonna have tonight in, and I'm gonna take it very easy. Just and maybe that's my body warning me. Maybe it was just maybe it was just something else, but maybe it's my body warning me yeah. because it's so similar that you think it would make so much sense if it came back. Sure. Do you feel yeah, like yeah. I sometimes I feel like the more jerks I have, is that what you're saying? The more I'm like, okay, I just gotta I gotta lay down. Yeah. Gotta, yeah. Unplug, yeah, if I now my... have one, I only have myself yeah. to blame. <laughs> I don't know how I couldn't. I I gotta tell you. So we, my husband and I, uh, our friends that are in you know in the UK, we always go. We go over there and oh. do the whole rugby circuit. And so oh, I yeah. I did my I had my fortieth birthday in Edinburgh. We went. We were at a rugby oh, wow. match. I don't know what bad. we were. I don't know. Um, <laughs> but I I officially decided I couldn't do it anymore because it's too cold. I'm not that hardcore. Oh yeah. I'm I'm a little bit of a pussy, for lack of a better word. I just couldn't do it. I was I was like sitting in the car. Oh, oh my gosh! And you know I'm from California, from LA. Um, but it was really fun, and I love it, and I loved it. I loved, 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 loved it. But I have my 40th birthday was ever. It was a great, like one of my wow. best birthdays ever. It's amazing. It it's fun. a really, really cool city. But I think you're right about the coldness. Because I found, because as I said, I lived in Canada, and when I'd be in like Calgary, and it'd be like minus twenty-eight. If you do wrap up, you are okay. It's cold, but you sort of just know to stay indoors, and it's but you can sort of wrap up and hide from it. But in the UK, sometimes it gets, especially in Scotland, because it's damp as well. It's a damp, oh, it's wet. So the coldness mm. just sort of gets within you to your bones and you just like mm. you can't even it's it's a different coldness so you're right i can understand especially being from california it's so bad it's UK so bad a- and there's nowhere we were at twickenham and there's nowhere oh, yeah. even to to get warm you know like if you go yeah. to a stadium here you can go and you can go you know i don't you can find an indoor somewhere somewhere uh, <laughs> there's somewhere you can warm up a store or something it's just like it was built, you know, in in the 1800s. You know, there's nowhere yeah. to go. By rugby fans who thought that putting on a jacket was a sign of weakness. It's amazing. It really is amazing. <laughs> it's amazing. I do love it. I do love that part of it, though. I could handle the game, but the, the tailgate for me was worse than the game, actually. I don't know why. Yeah, it's- yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. At least you've got something to focus on and you can sit there and you sort of sort of have everybody around you so close together. And that will drinking their beer and, the and spilling their beer on you. So it's, it's oh, keeping yeah. you a little warm too. So that was... Yeah. 
Um, I think I read too, because I was fascinated by this. And you're only like the third or fourth person um, about the Alice in Wonderland syndrome bit. Yeah. And oh, you have done your research. Yeah. Do you know what that is, Nathan? It's where you'll hallucinate things become kind of not quite what they are. Yeah. That, I think the author of Alice in Wonderland, who was, which I'm blanking. Yeah, Lewis Carroll. There, yeah. Um. Is that right? I said it was such confidence that I hope it's right. Yeah, I just... <laughs> it is. Well, I've said Leicester with so much confidence, so I don't know how much that's going to... Lois Carroll. Um, he, uh, yeah, so I was talking to somebody from the Epilepsy Society, who's amazing, this uh, lady who, who helps me there, because I am, I've written a script for a, uh, like a sitcom about somebody with epilepsy, um, oh. which is very close to maybe getting picked up um, but I can't say too much, but hopefully that happens. Um, oh, there's that's a few exciting. people interested. That'd be amazing to do. But uh, she's always saying, always send me the script and I can check over facts for you and I can make sure that we, you know, yeah. she obviously, as much as I do, wants it to sort of be true to it and make sure we're doing the right and saying the right thing because, and that's how I checked with her because I said, well, my thing is, I think my aura was Alice in Wonderland syndrome where I would sort of be laying in bed and suddenly... Like my bedroom door would either look like it was like a hundred feet away, um, or it would seem like it was here, and the perception's gone. And um, and I was like, realized that that was usually when I was going through something, and then I would have a seizure or or, or the feeling that I was going to have a seizure, and that would come and go. So I said to her, I think this might have been my aura, but I don't know. And she said that. That, yeah, that, that Lewis Carroll had that and they think that he had epilepsy. Um, yeah, I mean, I think it's the only thing we've got in common. He's like a mathematical <laughs> genius. But, uh... <laughs> it's, it's, at least there's one thing. It's, a, it's not a bad Isn't thing. Isn't that fascinating though? Do you have those? Did that ever happen to you, Nathan? Or um... Um, Yeah, when I have auras, I mean, it's it's a lot of stuff is distorted, but not as sort of graphically... Um, right. No, I don't have that. I'll, I'll have that, but very few and fleeting. Like if there's an aura that'll come on, it's so surreal mixed in with a little bit of deja vu. I've been there before oh, feeling. Yeah. So it's just so short answer. Yes. And, but not as much with colors as some people have reported, but another right. kind of just illusions if you will yeah it, it's crazy yeah. to think about so make sure you get yeah. your rest mr lambert in yeah. edinburgh all right yeah. oh yeah i, I didn't will. realize right. i was Thank having you. the um the alice in wonderland until just a few years ago and it was like my oh. my hand was a giant hand that was the wow. that was the one that was so it was so strange just my like my hands my it, it was the weirdest thing yeah uh, and, and you weren't just at the rugby with a foam finger. No, but that's about what it, you know what they remind me of? The hands from the, um, what's his name? The big, big guy on A Princess Bride. Remember how big his hands oh, were? Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, what was his name? Uh, um, anyway, that's what I see. I feel like when I see the hands, they're just in there like moving yeah. in and out. Anyway. Wow, that's so, and just your hands. Just the hands. Just the hands. And I didn't real. I mean, 
Jake, I've had epilepsy for ooh, 46 years and it, wow. this is a new thing for me that I just kind of realized, you know, more and more working, you know, with all, with all the advocacy work and everything that, oh, I guess that's a thing. But me, people aren't, yeah. don't normally right. feel like that. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Yeah. That's it. That's exactly what I wanted to check with her because I was like, I might put this in here and then she'll be like, that's not a thing. Because there was something, (laughs) there were some things I'd like written where I was like, well, sometimes I do this. And she was like, that might just be you as a person. Let's not try and blame the epilepsy. (laughs) Oh, there you go. Hazy or lazy. Yeah. (laughs) Hazy or lazy. Yeah. She's like, that's actually just you as a person. Sometimes I forget to feed the dog. Uh, we'll send we'll send that bit to her um well jake i think uh, thank you so much for coming on i think oh, we've hit the 50 minute so mark much. and this is so it, lovely i'll do this every week it's so yeah nice it's been such a delight and i don't would you be down to come back maybe in a, uh, a couple weeks but or before yeah, edinburgh be good. yeah I'm gonna, i'd love to yeah of course <laughs> okay awesome i'm you gonna research just keep how to calling ed- it edinburgh though. yeah yeah you, you okay. work on your pronunciations and i'll think about coming back okay deal deal absolutely <laughs> Um, and best you, to your you family. You need to give him a list of words, and, oh. and then we'll go from there. Yeah, yeah, I will. For, yeah, in fact, or I, or I save the list of words, and then we do that as the next episode. There you go. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. We'll just yeah, we'll turn this in. Um, yeah, thank you so much um, for joining oh, us, and you. we'll do and uh, and yeah, that that's all we really got right now. And yeah, so I'm going to go ahead and. Yeah, it's always fun off. to laugh for an hour straight. And if anybody happens it. to listen to this in, you know, Edinburgh, remember to catch Jake August 3rd through August 28th every night yeah. on the Freshers every course. Night.